This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer We're gonna check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer and it is Wednesday And we have a Winter House season premiere to talk about this season it's already just making me feel a little bit weird. We have no new episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City this week, which um, I would tend to be sad about, except for the fact that we have Winter House and there's news happening. So maybe taking a week off is just the right thing, even though I'm I'm sad that I don't have uh, new Mary Cosby looking miserable images to, to get me through the day. But on the news front, uh, a couple little interesting marital developments, you might say. First of all, Lauren Manzo's husband, Vito Scalia, has reportedly filed for divorce after eight years of marriage. This is according to documents obtained by The Sun on Monday of this week that say that Vito, 37, filed for divorce from Lauren, 35, on September 5th, citing irreconcilable differences as the reason for the split. So, these two have been kind of on a low simmer of the of the breakup rumors for a while. It's one of those things where I think you know like the eagle-eyed fans or whatever have kind of known for a while, but there was never really any news about it and quite frankly, I don't know how much people care. I saw a couple posts about this that were like oh my god, this is shocking and love is dead and whatever and I'm like Respectfully, I think we need to have a talk about where we set the bar for love being dead. As as much as I want happiness for Lauren Manzo and, you know, all the beautiful uh, Manzo babies, I don't care (laughs) about the wedded bliss of Lauren Manzo and Vito Scalia. They have not been on TV for years. Caroline Manzo did one season of Ultimate Girls Trip that we may never see. I never, you know, it married to Man- Manzo with chill, whatever. It just is not something that is super high on my priority list. So, you know, is it is it interesting to find out that they're maybe getting divorced? Sure. But I don't think it's that interesting because if if he filed for divorce on September 5th, and it's just being reported on October 23rd. These are public records. If somebody we actually care about files for divorce, TMZ has that in seconds. They're waiting outside the courthouse. They're combing through the legal filing. If it's taking you six weeks to to realize that somebody filed for divorce, it kind of tells you everything you need to know. But... Meanwhile, 
on the other side of the country, the more <laughs> the more interesting housewives relationship news is whatever the fuck is going on with Kyle and Mauricio. So this week on Dancing with the Stars, you know, Mauricio is uh, you know, still still working hard. Um, the theme this week was your most important year or something. I, I didn't watch the episode, but it was like, you know, a dance themed. Like Ariana did like, thanks for all the people that supported me, whatever. Like, okay, great. Um, so Kyle posted... <laughs> Kyle posted the other day telling everyone, uh, you know, Dancing with the Stars premieres, uh, how to vote. You can vote up to 20 times. She tagged Mauricio's partner, Emma. So this was a post from last month, I guess. But she deleted it this week. She went back and deleted the post. And this is so juicy because Mauricio was spotted getting flirty on a three-hour sushi date on Sunday night with Emma Slater his partner. There are some some grainy-ass photos of them together. It seems as if something is afoot. And, oh my God, if Mauricio is fucking his Dancing with the Stars partner, that is what I live for. That is what we should all be living for. They're not together. They're not, you know, Kyle and Mauricio... There are no rules that we know of. He can do whatever he wants. And there is something about a Dancing with the Stars couple relationship that is just delicious. Emma Slater is, I really like her. She's like a, she's a really good pro on Dancing with the Stars. And I think, who was she paired with last season? This is where I'm, you know, like Googling on Dancing with the Stars in real time. <laughs> So she was paired last season with Trevor Donovan, who is this guy who, if you haven't watched Dancing with the Stars, you have no reason to know who he was. But he was on the CW reboot of 90210 and like allegedly some other stuff. So he was one of the more random contestants on last season of Dancing with the Stars. But there were big rumors that he and Emma had a little fling. They seem to have a lot of chemistry during the season. And this is a thing that happens with Dancing with the Stars every season. But people were really like shipping them together. People wanted them to be a thing. And she also famously was with Sasha Farber, another one of the Dancing with the Stars pros. They were married from 2018 and then separated last year. So she is no stranger to having a little, you know, chemistry in the ballroom. And if she is getting with Mauricio, I am fascinated by that. I need to know more. She's also only 32. Or no, she's 34. Sorry, Mauricio. Don't sue me. Uh, Mauricio has got to be what? Pushing 60? Do we know how old Mauricio is? Mauricio Umansky. I'm Googling again. <laughs> wow. I it's 53. Okay. I would have guessed Mauricio was older than 53. He's been on TV for a long time. I don't know. Anyway, I <laughs> I digress. I don't have any big details about Mauricio and Emma either being together or not being together, but I do know that a dancing with the stars romance is something that's very exciting to me. So I hope that they're both having a good time. I hope that this partnership is uh, as as fruitful as they want it to be. 
and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm down for whatever this is turning out to be. Mauricio also credit where credit is due. He's doing a pretty good job on dancing with the stars. I was, I was expecting him to go home like episode one, episode two, this week, Mira Sorvino went home. You know, he made it past Jamie Lynn Spears, Tyson Beckford, and Mauricio, he's he's hanging in there. He wasn't in the bottom two this week. You know, he got a, a, a 24 out of 30, which, you know, it's middle of the road. It's not not the very bottom. You know, Harry Jowsey only got an 18. <laughs> uh but you know Mauricio, he's he's coming for the mirror ball trophy. No, but I I should start watching Dancing with the Stars because our our Bravo pals are doing a good job. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want. With tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences, every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. But anyway, let's talk about Winter House. I can't, I can't pretend to be more interested in Dancing with the Stars than I actually am. This season of Winter House, they really have shaken things up in a way that I respect and appreciate, but I don't know if I like it yet. There's a lot of, there's just a lot of 
unclear energy and goals within this cast. Because the first couple seasons of Winter House, it really always felt like the point of it was to be a mashup of Southern Charm and Summer House with some some fun, you know, new additions. They always, they tried it. <laughs> they did their best. But this season, they have moved us from Vermont to Colorado. We're in Steamboat Springs in a house, which might I say is a major upgrade from wherever they were in Vermont. But there is no Southern Charm representation in the cast now. Instead, they have taken a sort of summer house foundation. They've added a bit of family karma, a bit of summer house Martha's Vineyard, a bit of Vanderpump Rules. We'll talk about it. Uh, quite a bit of below deck representation. There's still one newbie who we've never met before because, I, you know, I guess there has to be. There's just, there's a lot of, a lot of randos. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I don't know if rando can be um, construed as a, a rude term, but just these cars, the first day when everybody's on their way to arrive, we have... Kyle Cook driving one car with Corey. Amanda's coming a few days late, we find out. And then the other car that we cut to right away is Malia and Katie from Below Deck Med. Malia at least was on a few seasons of Below Deck. Katie was on one Below Deck Med season like three years ago. I'm sorry, I don't know this woman. Her biggest contribution to the below deck canon is kind of looking like Kira Knightley. And so <laughs> when someone like this is being positioned as a main cast member on this show where I'm supposed to care about people's lives and relationships and I don't know how strong the foundation is there. Not to be rude to Katie. Then in the next car, we have... Danielle with her friend Casey, who we know nothing about. She does yoga, apparently. She's blonde. Good for her. I am glad Danielle's back. Like, I feel like Danielle sometimes has kind of fallen to the back in the summer house pile where it's like, okay, like Lindsay and Carl and Kyle and Amanda, and then Danielle's also there. Or, you know, Danielle is busy with her full time job, so she's not always, you know, fully in the picture. Danielle, I think, is a great group member for something like this. So I'm glad we have Danielle. Casey, I I just, I don't know anything about. And then we have Jordan from Summer House Martha's Vineyard, who I really like. I think she is, I think she's the perfect addition to a show like this. What I have more questions about is Brian and Alex. So Brian from Family Karma, of course. I like Brian a lot. I've met him. I've met his parents. Great guy. Great guy. And then Alex from Below Deck Sailing Yacht. To me, the amount of Alex that was in this premiere episode was just out of alignment with the amount that I can pretend to give a shit about this man. This weird, off-putting, kind of socially uncomfortable man. He tells us that he was homeschooled, which makes a whole lot of sense but then he also says that he was voted most flirtatious in high school. And I'm like, in high school, as in, in your parents' living room, you were voted most flirtatious? Like, what is the truth? What, 
do they do senior superlatives at like the homeschool co-op? If they do, I don't think that most flirtatious would be one of the categories. I think it would be like most religious, most (laughs) best at serving the Lord. I don't know. I just, I, I don't know what his deal is. At the first dinner, he makes a toast. I literally want to crawl into a hole. His toast that he makes to rattlesnakes and condoms, two things I don't fuck with. Can we, like, what are you doing here? All the women in the house are like, uh, okay. And then he immediately immediately thinks that both Danielle and Jordan are going to be like eagerly waiting for their moment that he shoots his shot with them. Does he live on planet earth? Like what is, what does he think is going on? I will say, I mean, Danielle is, says she's interested in him, but that's before he makes that toast. Jordan is single. She wants to have fun, but they get to the hot tub. And this is, it's like one of the most uncomfortable moments I've experienced watching a Bravo show. Seeing just the two of them in that hot tub. The second it was just the two of them, I'm like, this isn't going to end well. Because there's 10 people in this house and it's the first night and nobody else is in the mood to go in the jacuzzi. Like, I feel like that's either a group experience or it shouldn't be happening. And I I don't know even how they ended up in there, but Jordan's just minding her own business and he's like, so... It's just the two of us. She's like, mm-hmm. What is this? okay? He's like, so uh, <laughs> uh, and watching him slowly creep his way across the hot tub, and then it, it literally, it's like the slowest, most like robotic motion as he leans in to try and kiss Jordan, and then she just turns her head to the side, and they are stuck in this position for like. It felt like minutes where he's just hanging there in midair. Her head is turned to the side and she's like, no, no, no. And I mean, I guess to his credit, he like takes no for an answer and she's like, let's go to bed. And he gets out of the hot tub and I mean, okay, he, he doesn't try to pressure her into anything. It's, it's a clear no. And that's respected, but it's like, what are we doing here? And then she's just trying to go to bed and Brian is like, aren't, aren't you going to, should we? Okay. Good night. Okay. Can we have a, 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 can can we kiss? These guys have the absolute lack of game is shocking. And I guess we've seen it with Brian a little bit more on family karma, which, you know, by the way, renew family karma. Got to say it, got to get, got to get it in there. We've seen that he's like a little bit of a mama's boy. He struggles a little bit with the with the ladies sometimes. And I think his he has trouble um, backing up his looks maybe. But like Alex's whole demeanor is just so cringe to me. And I don't know. I'm... I'm not I'm not sure how this experience is going to go for him because he just seems to be like really terrible at reading the room. The next day he's like 
showering Danielle with weird compliments about how she's a, a boss lady. And she's like, okay, like, focus on one girl at a time. And he doesn't even remember that he tried to kiss Jordan in the hot tub. Like, this is bad. You look so lame and so weird and so, like, not like creepy in like a creepy way, but creepy in like a, ugh. just like, ugh. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. But somehow, the guy that everyone is least excited to see is not either of them, but Tom Schwartz earlier in the episode. This is so this is right after Scandaval has been unfolding. And it is, it's actually, it feels strange, even though this is not the Vanderpump Rules cast. It feels weird to watch something that was filmed at that time and the cast is reacting to what has happened in the world and on Vanderpump Rules. And people like like Danielle is friends with Katie. She has, you know, met and hung out with the whole Vanderpump Rules cast before. And so when Kyle's like, oh yeah, Schwartz is showing up tomorrow, Danielle and Jordan are like, God, do we have to? Because they know, I mean, this has been such a big story. They they know that this is just going to suck all the air out of the room. And Danielle's whole thing is that she wants to get away from the feelings and the energy that's been happening since her breakup with Robert. And Tom Schwartz, like, bumbling his way in the door is going to be exactly what she doesn't need. And... You know, jury is out. We The episode cuts off basically right as Tom is getting there. I don't hate Tom Schwartz. I just don't particularly 
he doesn't do much for me. And so I'm a little bit um I'm a little bit nervous for the energy that that's going to bring. And then he's going to try and get with Katie and get below deck Katie, not his ex-wife Katie. It just is like I'm feeling the Vanderpumper fatigue on all these other shows like I don't need to watch Ariana on Dancing with the Stars. I certainly don't need to watch Tom on Special Forces. I don't need to watch House of Villains to see Jax. Maybe I do. Maybe I should. Maybe I should see Tiffany Pollard yelling at him. Maybe that would heal my soul. But it's just too much. And I know that this was filmed way back in the spring. I, You know, it's all happening separately. This show at least has like other things going for it. But it's just a lot. And it's like, I don't need Tom being like, sad about his friends on this show. Like it just is, it's a bummer and I'm ready for next season of Vanderpump rules. Like I'm, I'm excited for that. I want to see the group dynamic, but it's like, I don't need another person on a different show recapping everything that's happening. Like he was supposed to be here with my friend and now that's not happening. It's like, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, I do I do feel for Danielle. And it's it's tough to hear that at the time of filming, she had just been in Aspen a couple weeks ago and had run into Robert and thought that maybe they would be getting back together. And he made it clear, as she says, that that's never going to happen. It's tough. I definitely thought that Danielle and Robert were in it for the long haul at one point. And, you know... Clearly not everything uh, worked out the way we thought it was going to. But I like Danielle. I want her to be um, I want her to be in a good place. And I, I don't know if anybody on this show is going to be able to accomplish that for her. Because, I, you know, nothing good is going to come from hooking up with Alex. Um, Brian doesn't seem to be able to get that um, across the finish line either. And I don't know about, you know, Tom Schwartz is clearly a, a no-go there. And then Corey... That brings us to Corey. And Corey's whole vibe is so strange. The way that he is waffling around whatever is going on with him and Sam's relationship, he won't really tell the people in the house whether he is single or available or exclusive or kind of in a relationship or in an open relationship and Danielle's watching this and she's like, um, yeah, I've been around him and Sam and like, it's not casual. It's a relationship. We see him in this first episode talking to Sam. Like he's, it's not like, it's not like last season with Austin and Olivia where it was like, okay, like I'm single, but I guess there's this girl that I might bring here. It's like, no, like as far as we knew, you were fully in a relationship with Sam. And I think it's it's always weird on these shows when there seems to be like some creative storytelling about where you are in a relationship with somebody, whether it's exclusive, whether you're their boyfriend, whether it's casual. And it's like, if you want to come on Winter House and be able to hook up with anybody you want, just have a conversation before you go let Sam decide to do whatever she wants to do with that break up with you, let you have your fun, whatever, and then be open about it. It's so weird to come into a house like this where clearly everybody is trying to figure out the situation and to not have a real answer for 
hello, are you single? It should be a simple question. And if it's not, you probably need to either keep it in your pants or have a conversation with your maybe sort of kind of partner and get to the bottom of that situation because otherwise it's not going to end well for anybody involved. Um, and you know, Corey already has fuck boy written all over him and I don't think he's doing much to help his case. <sighs> but anyway, that's, that's winter house episode one. God, we're, uh, we're in for, we're in for a treat. I don't know. I just, it's going to be a season but, you know, we'll have Salt Lake back next week. There's a lot more happening um, tonight. Beverly Hills premiere. Can't wait for all of that. Uh, but in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.